Hello and welcome to another episode of From the Beginning here on Having a Word Thinking. Today we're continuing our story and we're in Genesis chapter 4. So I'm going to read it and we'll get right in. Adam made love to his wife Eve and she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain. She said, with the help of the Lord, I have brought forth a man. Later she gave birth to his brother Abel. Now Abel kept flocks and Cain worked the soil. In the course of time, Cain brought some of the fruits of the soil as an offering to the Lord, and Abel also brought an offering, fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. The Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering, but on Cain and his offering, he did not look with favor. So Cain was very angry, and his face was downcast. Then the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? If you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. Now Cain said to his brother Abel, let's go out to the field. While they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother Abel and killed him. Then the Lord said to Cain, where is your brother Abel? I don't know, he replied. Am I my brother's keeper? The Lord said, what have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you are under a curse and driven from the ground, which opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you work the ground, it will no longer yield its crops for you. You will be a restless wanderer on the earth. Cain said to the Lord, My punishment is more than I can bear. Today you are driving me from the land, and I will be hidden from your presence. I will be a restless wanderer on the earth, and whoever finds me will kill me. But the Lord said to him, Not so. Anyone who kills Cain will suffer vengeance seven times over. Then the Lord put a mark on Cain so that no one who found him would kill him. So Cain went out from the Lord's presence and lived in the land of Nod, east of Eden. Cain made love to his wife and she became pregnant and gave birth to Enoch. Cain was then building a city and he named it after his son Enoch. To Enoch was born Irad and Irad was the father of Mehujal and Mehujal was the father of Methuselah and Methuselah was the father of Lamech. Lamech married two women, one named Adah and the other Zillah. Adah gave birth to Jabal. He was the father of those who live in tents and raise livestock. His brother's name was Jubal. He was the father of all who play stringed instruments and pipes. Zillah also had a son, Tubalcain, who forged all kinds of tools out of bronze and iron. Tubalcain's sister was Nama. Lamech said to his wives, Adah and Zillah, listen to me. Wives of Lamech, hear my words. I have killed a man for wounding me, a young man for injuring me. If Cain is avenged seven times, then Lamech seventy-seven times. Adam made love to his wife again, and she gave birth to a son and named him Seth, saying, God has granted me another child in place of Abel, since Cain killed him. Seth also had a son, and he named him Enosh. At that time, people began to call on the name of the Lord. So we see here in chapter 4, we see the continuation of chapter 3, which was when sin was introduced into the world, when Adam and Eve sinned by eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. We see how sin corrupted everything and things start to spiral out of control until uh, today when we see things spiraling even more out of control in our own world. But here in chapter 4, we see the first uh, murder, the first time a human being killed another human being. And it's shocking how quickly this happened in creation, how... Uh, we see things happening already here that towards the beginning of time where we see some of the same evil that we see in our own world today of people just doing violence towards each other and people hating each other so much that they kill each other. And we see that all the way from the beginning of time when we have uh, the first children of Adam and Eve, we have Cain and Abel, and we see that Abel is killed because Cain is jealous of him and hates him and, and is filled with violent thoughts and wickedness and evil. So we see here in this story... At the beginning of it, we see a difference uh, between Abel and Cain. Before the murder happened, we see two totally different people. Abel was keeping the flocks and Cain worked the soil. 
But when it came time to give an offering to God, we see a total difference between the, these two individuals. We see Abel, who brought the best of his flocks, and then we see Cain, who brought stuff from the ground. He brought uh, some of the fruits and vegetables of the ground, and we see that God looked upon the two offerings very differently. With Cain, he did not look with favor, and he looked with favor toward Abel's offering. And this produced a lot of anger and an upset attitude from Cain. And so much so that the Lord confronts Cain about it and asks him, why are you angry? Why is your face downcast? And he warns him, if you do what is right, will you not be accepted? But if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. This is an important verse in our own world, in our own context. Sin is always crouching at the door. It wants to have us. It wants to devour each one of us. It wants us to give into it. But we have, like we talked about in the last episode, we have the choice. We don't have to give in to that temptation. Here, Cain didn't have to give in to the temptation to be filled with hate and evil and kill his brother. He could have stopped. He could have said, yep, the Lord's warning me. I probably should turn away from doing this. We have that same thing. We have that same opportunity given to us each day. The Lord warns us through his word, through prayer. He warns us, don't do these things. Turn away from the path you're on. Don't go down these roads. And yet we constantly go down them and we constantly find ourselves in terrible places and go, oh my goodness, why am I in this boat? Well, if we had just stopped for a second and thought about what God's word says, what he's telling us to do, we could have resisted the temptation, we could have resisted the sin, and we wouldn't be paying the consequences. We'd be experiencing and receiving blessings instead of the consequences. So we see that Cain makes the choice that so many of us make by giving in to the sin, giving in to the temptation and not resisting it. Instead of turning his life around and heeding the warning that God gave him, he doesn't heed that warning and he goes out into a field and attacks and kills his brother Abel. We see then in verse 9 that the Lord confronts Cain and asks him where his brother is and instead of telling him the truth, he goes, I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? And the Lord then confronts him with his sin. The Lord sees everything. We tr trick and fool ourselves so many times and I think that people don't see the sin we do, that they, they don't know what we've done, that we put on this self-righteous attitude of projecting our self-righteousness in public. We like to have our great reputations, especially as Christians. We've Christianized this whole concept and we love to have our prideful reputations intact and we hate when people see the sin that we do. But we don't fool God. We somehow think that we do, but we don't. We see here that God was not at all fooled by what Cain had done. He saw through it and he knew what he had done and he confronted him about it. He's going to do the same for us. God's going to confront the sin in our lives and he's going to reveal what's done in secret. His word says that. We need to take an opportunity like this when we see stories like this and realize that God sees everything. So nothing we do can be hidden and nothing we do can be done in secret. Our sin will find us out. And that definitely is the case here in Genesis chapter 4. We see that Cain has to pay a huge consequence. He has a huge punishment. The Lord says, what have you done? Listen, your brother's blood cries out to me from the ground. Now you are under a curse and driven from the ground, which opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. When you work the ground, it will no longer yield its crops for you. You'll be a restless wanderer on the earth. This is a huge punishment uh, for Cain that he would have to wander the world for so many years, especially in this time period when people lived a lot, lot longer than they do in our world. Hundreds and hundreds of years of wandering around, not getting the earth yield its crops. That would be a huge punishment. And 
I'm sure that Cain had regret later on in his life for what he had done. Well, just as we do in our lives, so many times we do something, we give into a temptation, we sin, we think it's going to be great for us, we just do something out of rashness, and then we are filled with regret for years and years. We have to pay the consequences for our sin. So we should look at stories like this, and they should prompt us to go, how can I do things differently? And in a heavenward thinking perspective, it should prompt us to go, how could I live a Christian life, as Jesus said, not live under impulses of sin and not to fall into temptation time after time again. So what Cain could have done differently is not have sinned. He could have gone to the Lord, repented of his attitude, and everything would have been totally different. This whole story would have been completely different. We would have a totally different history here in Genesis chapter 4. We can do the same in our own lives. Look at things and go, how can I not give into temptation? How can I not give into the sin? How can I live a pure life for the Lord? How can I walk in accordance to his ways and his word and his laws and do what he says I should do instead of what I say? Again, that goes back to man and God's authority. Which one are we going to choose? Abel was choosing how to do things God's way. He was choosing God's way, God's authority, God's word. And Cain, he chose to do things about his authority, his own way, and his word. He decided to make himself an authority by deciding he was going to take his brother's life into his own hands and kill him. And we do that so many times on a daily basis where we decide to take someone into our own hands and get vengeance on them. We hate someone. We're filled with anger. We're filled with jealousy. We're filled uh, with ungodly thoughts and we just decide that we're going to take care of our problems ourselves instead of letting God take care of things. And Cain decided to go after his brother. He didn't like him in the moment. He was filled with anger. And instead of confronting his anger and confronting his sin, he chose to confront his brother. And that led to a catastrophe as we see here in this chapter. And it led to this horrible punishment. But we still, even in the midst of punishment here, we see the Lord's compassion, the Lord's mercy on someone who didn't deserve it, just like we don't deserve the Lord's compassion and mercies. We see that he had compassion on him and put a mark on him so that no one would kill him uh, when they found him. And he showed compassion here that he didn't have to have on Cain. And it shows a model of the compassion, the mercy that we're going to see all throughout Scripture in the Old Testament and the New Testament. When we go through these chapters and these books, we're going to be seeing the Lord's compassion and mercies on all kinds of people who don't deserve it. This is just one example here in Genesis chapter 4 of the Lord taking compassion on someone, even though he had to still receive the consequences, receive the punishment that the Lord told him he would have. Then we have uh, a little bit of a history of uh, some genealogies here in the end of the chapter. Uh, towards the end of Genesis chapter 4, we have uh, several uh, descendants of Cain talked about here. And then we have uh, at the end in chapter er, verses 25 through 20. A, uh, 26, we have Adam uh, making love to his wife Eve, and she gave birth to another son. God gave her and blessed her with a son to replace Abel, since Cain killed him, and he was named Seth. And then we see Seth had a son named Enosh, and we see at that time people began to call on the name of the Lord. And this is going to be an important point that we're going to get to in the next chapters as we see people start to call on the name of the Lord. And then we see how things shift and people don't call on the name of the Lord and how we have a completely wicked and violent world that God's going to have to uh, destroy and begin again with. And we're going to see that in the next few chapters and see how things quickly change from here at the end of the chapter where things seem to look like they're going back on track. Things are going to continue to go off track, unfortunately. And then we're going to see how that relates to our own lives in our own world today. So join us next time for another episode of From the Beginning.